Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everyone. This is Dale here again. Another episode of the Word. I thank you so much for joining with me. So, have you been doing it? Huh? Have you been doing it? And you're saying, doing what? Well, what did we talk about the last time we were together? And the last time before that and before that. Are you choosing to live as the son of the promise, or are you choosing to live according to the flesh and under the law? That's the issue. That's the point. Even in the body of Christ today, that is what the bottom line is, is that so, 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 so many uh, adopt a religious attitude a religious position of living by law, especially the law of man. By living by that law and looking good and coming across as wonderful and doing all sorts of marvelous things in the name of the Lord. And yet they really don't have lives of liberty or freedom. They don't really trust in the Lord God. They trust in their ability to live a certain way before God. And that is nothing more or less than idolatry. Because any time that you trust in anything else other than the Most High God, that is idolatry. And I tell you, once we become aware of that, it changes a lot of things. It draws everything in the question that we do, that we say, that we think. Are we really doing it to the praise and the honor and the glory of the Most High God? And so that's the question I'm going to keep asking us. Is are we living in freedom? Now, one caveat, which I haven't mentioned in the last couple of episodes, this can only be done by the power of the Spirit of the Most High God, which means you must be saved. You can't be one of these religious things that really have not been transformed by the Lord himself. It's just doing good deeds and good works. No, no, you must truly be a new creature, a new creation, and then you can live a life of liberty. So let's go where we've been in the uh, last couple of episodes. Galatians chapter 4. I'm going to go back to verse 21 to just remind us. Tell me, you who want to be under law, do you not listen to the law? For it is written that Abraham had two sons, one by the bondwoman and one by the free woman. But the son by the bondwoman was born according to the flesh, and the son by the free woman according to the law. Now, the Jewish people would not have had any argument over that. So he's just laying the foundation right there. Uh, the Gentiles would have known this account, okay, because they knew about these children of Abraham, the Jewish people. Now, verse 24, he says this. This is allegorically speaking. For these, speaking of these two women, are two covenants, one proceeding from Mount Sinai, bearing children who are to be slaves. She is... Hagar. Now notice how he said these are two covenants. And so you had the old covenant. You have the new covenant. As a matter of fact, in scripture, uh, there's like nine different covenants that can be uh, delineated, that can be noticed. Okay? He says, but these are two covenants. One from Mount Sinai, that is speaking of the law, bearing children who are to be slaves. She is Hagar. And as we said the last time, you can imagine how the Jewish believers went when he said that thing. And what is he talking about? He's saying this. 
If you're under the law, you're still enslaved to the law. If you're under the law, using this picture of these two women, you are Hagar. You are what Sarah thought was going to be the best option since the promise had not come to fruition yet. Okay, You are doing what you can do in the flesh because you're too impatient to wait upon the Lord. I mean, that's what it boils down to. Well, watch this, verse 25. He sort of doubles down on it. Now, this Hagar is Mount Sinai in Arabia. That's really interesting because we learn where Mount Sinai is located. If you look on your uh, little maps in the back of your Bible, if you've got a study Bible, you'll see uh, Mount Sinai, and quite often it's sort of on the northern end, uh, really close to the Sinai Peninsula. But if you're on the good maps, if you look down in the southern part of what we call Saudi Arabia today, down the southwest coast right there, Quite often, it'll, you'll see something in light print that'll say something like this, uh, a secondary possible location from Mount Sinai. <laughs> I think that's where the primary location is. And right here, we can know that from what Paul says here in Galatians, that Mount Sinai in Arabia. So this Hagar is the law, is Mount Sinai. Watch this, and corresponds to the present Jerusalem, for she is in slavery with her children. Not only is he sitting here saying, hey, uh, those under the law are slaves, and it's a, the allegorical picture I'm using is that you're Hagar, but it corresponds to what's going on in Jerusalem, okay? The present Jerusalem, the Jews down there who refuse to believe that Jesus is Messiah. They are enslaved to the law. They are under Hagar, for she is in slavery with her children. Let me read 25 again. Now, this Hagar is Mount Sinai in Arabia and corresponds to the present Jerusalem, for she is in slavery with her children. Verse 26, but the Jerusalem above is free. She is our mother. So without saying it, he's really drawing a picture right here of how in Sarah and in Abraham, and in adhering to the child of the promise, which is Isaac, that's where liberty and freedom is. And so if you are of Isaac, you have freedom and you have liberty. You're not like the Jerusalem of this earth, but that corresponds to the Jerusalem above. A little picture, a little foreshadowing, a little typology of the new Jerusalem that is above that is yet to come. And he says, she is our mother. And then in verse 27, he quotes a passage out of Isaiah. I think it's the 54th chapter of Isaiah. And this is sort of interesting because throughout Galatians, he quotes a lot of Old Testament passages. And a lot of times people think that the letter's written just to the Galatians. Well, why is he quoting so many of the Hebrew scriptures? Well, because he's also dealing with the Judaizers. Okay? He's dealing with the Jewish Christians that are true believers. The Judaizers were using the Old Testament scriptures to defend their position. So was Paul. And so in verse 27, he quotes Isaiah 54, it says this, For it is written, Rejoice, barren woman who does not bear. Break forth and shout, you who are not in labor. For more numerous are the children of the desolate than of the one who has a husband. Whoa, that's sort of interesting right there, you know. Because uh, I just love how the New Testament gives us insight and in the way that it handles the quotes from the Old Testament. If you're reading that out of Isaiah 54, you never really think was that this is talking about 
uh, Sarah, this is talking about uh, Hagar. That is talking about this picture right here. But Paul reveals that to us and shows us that. It's a couple things. And let me just hit these right here, then we'll pick it up next time. He's telling the barren woman to rejoice who does not bear. The idea being that Sarah rejoiced even though she wasn't bearing, even though she didn't see, even though she realized she sort of messed up over here, okay? Break forth and shout, you who are not in labor. For more numerous are the children of the desolate than of the one who has a husband. And that right there could be interpreted in a couple of different ways, just real quick. <coughs> uh, does that mean that there's going to be more children of Hagar? Which there probably are. Okay, more children of Hagar than there were out of the line of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You could do that. But then also you can view it from the point of view that uh, Sarah was the one that for a period of time was desolate and waiting for a promise. But there's going to be more children of hers rather than the one who had her husband. It can actually be interpreted both ways. Anyway, our time's up for today. We'll pick this up and think about it uh, next episode. In the meantime, really, really be taking this stuff before the Lord and really ask Him, Lord, am I living completely and totally in your freedom? Or am I hanging on to bits and pieces of that law? I suspect we all have things that we need to let go of. I'm Dale. I'll see you again next time.